Wait, wait, if I close my eyes... This is our third time recording this, because Emily doesn't like doing the intro. I don't like, like, introducing the <laughs> podcast. It just freaks me out. I don't like public speaking! Okay, whatever. <laughs> this is why it's on a so, podcast. <laughs> this, this is the sociopath and the empath. So, I'm Aria. And I'm Emily. Yes, and today we have episode six, I believe. Do you want to double check before you? No, it's okay. There's no (laughs) way to check while I'm recording, so I don't care enough. You want to restart it? No. Okay, fine. Okay, so today we're talking about narcissistic behavior and how, like, I knew it from the very start about this person, but now it's just, like, blown up in my face and it's really scary. Like most things do <laughs> eventually. Is I just have these horrible people that just like I I know that they're bad. Cause like, I tell her that. Well like no I told <laughs> no like I remember I called you, I said, I think this person's narcissistic. Like I really do. And then and you're like well then, why talk to him? And I'm like, no, 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 no. Like I'll like I'll I, I like I shouldn't be like this. I shouldn't. I should. I should just go back. Again, I'm an ag- idiot. Against my better judgment. <sighs> Fine. You always fuck up. Fine. Hey, not always fuck up. <laughs> Listen here, buddy. Okay, there you go. So it doesn't make a difference if the microphone is half off the table or not. It does though when I like lean in. See? Now they can hear me better. Or you're just gonna sound all crackly like It doesn't ever sound that way actually. Okay, well that's because I have a really great phone. It's uh top notch. Yeah, with the note ten. With the cracked screen. It is not cracked. I dropped it. What's that little black? What's that little black? That is where the pixels gave out. So it's even better than a crack. (laughs) It's just a line across the screen. It's okay, but the phone's great, guys. All right, all right. Let's get back to business. Are you gonna thank any countries like you always do? Oh, (laughs) I didn't check it this time. Sorry, but you guys should check out our Instagram at sociopath underscore empath. Um, Follow us. You can send, you can DM us, and we can get questions or comments, like any type of feedback you want to give us. Um, We might have a Twitter page coming up soon if Emily ever decides to do that. Because I do Instagram and she can deal with the Twitter thing. I'll do Twitter. Okay, I'll do it. So maybe we'll have one in the future. We'll see. So. Alright. I just wanted to say that. Alright, so. (sighs) See, like, I hate talk. So, obviously, like, there, like, there are so much narcissistic people in the world and even like this doctor and Dr. Romani was actually saying on this YouTube channel called this is just a shout out it's called Mind Space and it is so revealing and mind so space. Mind Space Mind Space <laughs> so anyway it's it, bas- it basically she says that like narcissistic behavior and narcissism is like spreading like wildfire and it's taking over the world it's like the new world order and she is so goddamn right i love this woman um but she was like also saying that how women are like getting up there now it used just to be all men and it's she basically goes into it like as in 
boys at a very young age were like taught to not have their feelings just get to work make money do whatever you can to support a family so that basically don't have feelings that's not allowed yeah that's what my mother told me like she would always say like stop crying don't cry i know i'd get that from my dad too really So then how did you become you and me become me? (laughs) I don't know. Um, Took it differently, I guess. (laughs) You listened to your parents. I did not. I was rebellious and I cried anyway. (laughs) Maybe that's why you're in the military. (laughs) Because you were just like, no. Because I'm what? I'm saying like maybe that's why you're in the military. And then I was going to say something, but then I said no. Because I was stopping myself. That doesn't make any sense. I was about to say. Okay. All right, going on. So, um, yeah. So that's how narcissism was basically becoming more of a thing. Um, just that mindset and staying to that mindset, you're going to like fight your way to the top, kind of like a sociopath. Yeah. Because there's no emotional feelings anymore. Oh, that person's sick. Fuck them. Let's fire. Let's let's fire them and get someone else. I'd steal their hours. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but if you were the manager, though. Yeah, I'd fire them. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, exactly. If if we had people calling in multiple times a week, (laughs) like we do at our workplace, I'd fire them (laughs) out the door. So going back to this narcissist. So I was driving home one night, and I was just like, you know what the best place to be? Applebee's. Whatever. And I, I just like somebody to... is there every single night <laughs> with the spin dip. <laughs> I love my spin dip. God. <laughs> so going on. Um, no, like when I met this narcissist, he would just like had like an upper feeling about himself. Like he stayed with a statured. Um, just like looking at him was kind of creepy. Yeah. He's just a creepy guy. But I mean, but like, I mean, are you creepy? I'm not creepy, excuse me. But like, no, I'm like saying like most people I like, most people I talk to can be creepy. Like if you try to be? I, I I don't understand the question. Like, okay, do you have creepy friends? No, I'm not. I'm very picky with who I'm friends with because I don't understand social connections as much. (laughs) And now she's going to play with a lighter. <laughs> I find creepy people. Oh, okay. So I find people very fascinating when they're kind of like creepier, a little. Oh weird. yeah, I would never have creepy friends because I'm picky about who my friends are. So why would I be friends with someone that's creepy? There's one guy that I'm friends with actually that hit, tries to hit on me every time, even though I'm in a relationship and I have no interest in him, <laughs> like at all. He still tries to like make out with me and stuff, and it's really weird. So he's annoying, but I'm still friends with him. Okay, now I gotta know who this is, which will be after the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, okay, so going back. So this guy, like, he had a stature to him. He always, like, would just show that there was, like, something there. And then one night I was, like, talking to someone across, like, the bar and he then looked at me and just like, oh, don't worry, I'll fill you in. So he sat by me. He okay, told when me... when you're talking about the person that's the main person, you should come up with a name for this person so it's oh, less confusing. Okay. What should I name him? Steve. The guy with the hat. 
Steve. Fine. Steve. That's the first thing I could think of. Steve. His name. Is that playing with fire? Ah, don't grab it by the top, <laughs> dummy. So Steve would like then fill me in like on the drama about this Applebee's bar, and I was like, okay, this is this is cool. Like I'm getting like an in in-house kind of like information about what happens here, who he knows. But then it starts changing where he was talking about how he knows this manager, how he knows this person, how he knows that person, like on a deep level. Like, 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 like how can, first off, I don't care who the fuck you are. I don't care how, you know, great you are at talking to people. You are not everybody's friend. No way. You don't know everything about their life. No way. You would be their friend without knowing everything about their life. Not everybody. There there are going to be people that are going to be like, okay, this person knows about everybody. This person, like, knows every... Like, like there's just no way. Someone's going to catch on and be like, why is this person, like, know everything? Why does this person think, think um, Steve has connections? Okay. Like, there's just no way. Some, someone's going to hate you. Someone's going to be like, they're creepy. Why are they knowing about this information? You know what I mean? Sure. You don't believe me. Maybe I'm just like ridic- retarded, but like I, you just like fucked up my whole head with what you just explained to me. So I'm just so, trying to process. Don't re-explain it, please. It's okay. I get it. I've agreed with everything you said up okay, until now. Okay, fine. So. All right. So. Just keep going. Go back on track. So going back on Steve, he would then like. He would then, like, tell me how he did all these amazing things for these people. Like, some people that were there. And I'm like, okay, I can believe that. But then it went into, like, their drama. Things that... First off, I just met the dude. Dude shouldn't tell me about personal things. About people that he's around. Probably just, not. just off the bat, just off. There's no way. Like, why, why are you trying to impress me so much? Yeah, that's definitely weird. Red flag. I'm glad you see that now. <laughs> so, that was kind of weird, and I was just like, okay. And then he was just like, also talking about how, I like, I don't know how we get on topic about like how much he made, but then like he asked me like, basically, he, it, it got on topic about how much I made, how much he made, and. He was just like, well, I make about, like, let's just throw a number out there, um, like $47,000 a year, okay? You make $47,000 a year, but you eat at Applebee's. <laughs> Not only on that, but then you eat at Applebee's, but then, like, you're getting a lot of free stuff from Applebee's, too. You know, like, this doesn't make any sense. So, like, he should be somewhere fancier than an Applebee's, is what you're saying? Basically. I get you. So, anyway, and this whole, this, I, I, I gotta hurry up, but, um, I just, like, saw all these other red flags, and then how he also was so grandiose about his whole life, how he had a great childhood, and that, like, how I had to meet his mom, you want me That's to meet creepy. your family? That's really creepy. That's like a gigantic red flag. flag. And and the thing is, it's like also, 
he was like saying like he he called me out of it. He's like, "You're an empath." Who the fuck do you, how? Nobody just says that. That's so weird. Weird. <laughs> Arya's okay. face right now is so like red flag, red flag, yeah. red flag. So I don't know why you were friends with this guy in the first place, but that really speaks about your character, I think. Why does it speak about my character? <laughs> I mean it with love, it's okay. Oh my god. Well, like, I like I was, and then I, like, kind of stopped him, and I was, like, showing body language that I wasn't comfortable. Yeah. And I was telling him, like, a lot of things that you were saying are, like, very love-bombing. And, like, it's kind of, like, why are you telling me things about, like, the bartender? Well, he was, like... Personal things. Like, that's a, that's a boundary you're crossing right away. Like, and then also, like, why would I tell you things about my life for then you to cross me? Right. Like, that, like, I, I said to him, like, I don't feel comfortable, Steve. And he's just like, well, I mean, I can tell that you've been hurt. No, shit! Who, who's Did not been- Did you tell him that, though? No. You didn't tell him anything? He just randomly said that to you? Yes, because I called him a narcissist. What a fucking weirdo. I'm guessing that maybe some- Oh, yeah, and this is another thing. This is, this is another thing he said. He said, people have called me narcissistic before. Shocking. Other people have called you a narcissist before. But then you're not going to, like, take that and be like, maybe I should fix this. Well, they don't see it as a problem. No shit, <laughs> but well, like that's why they're not gonna go fix it. Well, yeah, I didn't relate to that. But like, it's just like it was just shocking to me. Yeah, like other people are calling you narcissistic, but the fact that he's still like surprised about it when you bring it up. <laughs> exactly, like what the hell? Yeah, that's a little ridiculous. So then, um, so uh, so then he says like. But a narcissist would never say they're a narcissist. Look at Trump. Whatever he say he was a narcissist. What the fuck? <laughs> this is where Arya gets pissed because she's a big Trump supporter. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I don't want to get into politics. Alright, alright, alright. So, like, no, like, it was just weird and, like, how it kept going. But then the bartender was saying, like, oh, yeah, like, I know... You know, Steve, and Steve, you know, knows my mom, and he's like, oh, yes, I know her mother used to work with her. And some part of me is like, why don't you work with her anymore? Yeah, right. <laughs> like, basically, he went from an office job to an at-home job, which is kind of the red flag. I mean, I mean, if, you, if anybody has when, had a choice to, like, go work at home, I would. But right. then his, like, the way he acts, the things that he says, kind of makes me feel like something happened at the office job to make him want to get a home job. He's just so awkward with people. No shit. Like, tonight. So, anyway. Just, it was weird. And so, it kept progressing. I kept going back there over and over again. And he apparently said to the bartender that, um, oh, well, I'm happy that um, Emily came into our lives. Like, it's just a blessing. Okay, drool a little harder, guy. <laughs> <laughs> and another thing is, it's like, this this person wanted to also, like, say to me that 
he thought me, I thought I was attractive. I, for, I, for, I forgot that part. In the way beginning, he was saying I was attractive. Like, I had, I was just like, he's like, he's like I'm attracted to intelligent people. I'm like, first off, big love, big, big love bomb. Like, let's just smack it on the head. Like, what? Like, And he's like 47, right? Yeah. And, yeah, and he's hitting on you. I'm 25. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of weird. And like, it's the way you talk and act and everything, it's obvious you're into females. No shit. <laughs> but he's still trying Dang. to freaking hit on you. Like, how creepy and desperate do you have to be? Like, it's pathetic. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, it just kept on going from there. To the point where it was just like, okay, if I just keep my distance and put him in the friend zone and keep him there, maybe nothing will happen. <laughs> Love how, how she- did that work out? Not well. Okay. I get it. What do you want from me? I said I was- I knew you were right, okay? So what other stuff did he do that <sighs> was, like, narcissistic? Um. Um. I'm trying to think of more. He said he had a great car. Look at his car. Not that great. Um, he lied about his house. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, he did lie about his house. I forgot. To, yeah. So, so I so I said to him when I was like really bad snowstorm and he was like saying like, oh, I'm not gonna go because it's a really bad snowstorm. I said, oh, I'll come pick you up. I have all wheel drive. I go pick him up. It looks good on the outside. Like it looked like a nice house. It's next to a gas station, but it looks like a nice house. I pick him up. Take him to Applebee's. After he was, like, really, really drunk, take him back to his place, and we were just talking, and next thing you know, he's like, hey, like, um, you know, like, I have a really nice apartment. I'm like, oh, like, I'll, I'll come and see. You know, when some people say that, you have a really nice apartment, run. Yeah, for real. Run. Oh, shit. I could have died. <laughs> I can't believe you went into his house after that. I was just, I don't know, like, okay? Like, you just want to get freaking kidnapped. <laughs> maybe, maybe I want to live out my life kidnap to the fullest. Me, kidnap me, Let me freaking put a flagpole over my head and scream it from a mountain. <laughs> so, I go to his apartment. First off, may I just say like serial killer town like the walls were all wallpaper well first off my generation doesn't know much about wallpaper it's a disgusting crap that old people used to put on their house make it like flashy red and gold wallpaper Ew. yes and half the lights weren't working when you're going up the stairs to your apartment <laughs> like gross top notch <laughs> yes this guy I remember makes 47 million dollars 47 thousand dollars a year whatever he then we go up to his apartment I open the door the cat is there and I'm like oh the kitty is cute kitty I open the door no couch half of the couch basically it looks like it's like half eaten like broken has a fucking i don't like a barbie blanket on it a barbie a blanket? barbie blanket yeah the fuck? like you get like at like walmart it was weird and then does ha- he have has kids he has a son that's probably another red flag <laughs> Just saying. and then okay i'm gonna fucking pedophile oh wait hold on a second let me let me talk <gasps> you just made it remind me of something that he said at the bar one night. 
what? Which also made me feel really sick around him, and actually started making me start changing the way I looked at him. What did he say? He the the sixteen year old um host. I mean, she's she's a pretty girl. Like, she's a pretty girl, you know. But he was just like, wow. If I was seventeen again, and I said I looked at him like, don't talk like that. And and. <laughs> oh, yucky. <laughs> And I said to him, don't talk like that. You have a son. And he's like, well, I'm just saying if she was 17 again. Sorry, if I was 17 again. I'm like, that's so disgusting. Like, Real, dude. That means he's, like, thinking about it. Like, that's fucked up. <sighs> uh, I feel like I need to take a shower. <laughs> yeah. I just don't... I, we'll get on pedophiles one day and child molesters. Oh, great. I, I hate child molesters. Those people are fucking Gacy. sick. What? Sorry. What? Gacy what? was a child molester and oh. a serial killer. Really? Yeah. Oh. He likes little boys. Oh. That's why he was a clown at the birthday parties. Oh. You didn't know any of that? I mean, I never really looked into him that much because i like i like i just don't i hate clowns i absolutely I dislike clowns. no i i i freak out let's just get back to the narcissistic okay yeah never mind <laughs> so God, you guys, so, so getting us off track so then going back so then and then like there was a chair that didn't have like handles on it it was like pure metal and it had a blanket on it a and prison then, chair and then he had like mm-hmm. an, another chair on on there that was basically like he had to put like pillows on us, make it cushion. The TV stand was like really weird, like really small, really weird. The TV was like an old TV. Um, the computer desk was like half, half of a computer desk. It wasn't a full thing. Like the top was missing. Ew. And then, weird. and then like, um, I don't know. The garbage can was empty, which is good. <laughs> um. That he had empty bottles of alcohol like on top of his fridge. Which first off, you're forty fucking seven years old. Grow up. We're not in college anymore. <laughs> For real. Have a bar. Like have like a little thing where you actually can make drinks on. Like just make one. I don't know. Like whatever. Anyway. I don't know. That's probably the last thing he's worried about when he has only half of a couch. <laughs> so. Just saying. <sighs> Well, so then in his room, like, none of the furniture was, like, like matching. The mattress, like, barely had a cover on it. Like, just, like, weird vibes. Like, if I were to... Like, put- you literally stayed in this house after walking in and seeing all this shit. Like, freaking... First off... Jason could have walked out of the freaking corner of the room and Jason. slaughtered you with his fucking axe. Jason? And you would have been like, there's no red flags here with the freaking axe sticking out of the back of your skull. <laughs> and then and then his, his, his son's room had a box TV. First off, who the fuck has a box TV? And there was, like... It was, like, an old, 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 like, bookshelf case, and it was just, like, full of shit. It wasn't, like, it, like, when I say full of shit, like, full of, like, old, like, board games. And they weren't, like, they weren't in the box, they were, like, all over the place. And I was just kind of, like, weirded out by then. I was just, like, what the fuck am I in? So I, after this, I walked away, and, oh, I forgot about the, I forgot about the bathroom, because he gave me a tour. 
that's why I'm going through all this. Mm-hmm. The bathroom had a shower curtain, which is the same shower curtain I have that was only like what, like four bucks and he said that his ex-girlfriend got it for him and the shower curtain they had then was literally i want to say as small as like a blanket and it was like over a window and it looked really old it had rubber duckies on it like what kind of fucking shit is this (laughs) he's got all this children's stuff Stuff. that's so like (laughs) (laughs) pedo-y Arya's literally like cringing. You th- how, how how do you think I felt when I was in there? Because like I was like you chose to be friends with this guy, and then I cut it off God, because I was you're just nuts. I'm just stupid. Okay, I'm <sighs> okay. I okay. So I was just looking for the best in people. But anyway, so going back, um, I thought it was like, a little weird, and I was at the door. And he's just like, oh, well, you know, it's it's sad that you had to leave. And I'm like, it's like four o'clock in the morning because we just came from the bar and I spent an hour at your house. Like, I just got. Time. I've seen enough of I, your face. Yeah, <laughs> it's time to leave. Yeah. But I think the last thing is when he got really drunk, and he started getting pissed at everybody, to the point where he was like, well, fuck you, fuck you, everybody at the bar. He's basically like saying, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. Um, and he was saying that. Like, everybody's fake anyway. And he's more fake than the, all uh, of Yeah, them. all fake than all of us. What, you make $47,000 a year, you have a car that you bought off some a, a waiter that you met at Applebee's. Dude, he probably drives a freaking forklift out of Walmart. <laughs> For real, that dude, oh my god. No, he, no, he works from home, I saw his, like, work stuff at home. Yeah, like, what a headset he and everything. Do, he said, he works, he, like, works on paperwork for lawyers or something like that? I don't know. Whatever, I don't care. So I, and then you know what's weird is that I think he targeted me after his ex girlfriend, because his ex girlfriend literally broke down in tears and said like he's not gonna love me anymore, and I literally went outside with him basically saying like, this whole entire time he was like talking about her, his ex girlfriend, mm-hmm. he was like saying that. How she's annoying. Oh, I don't really want her up here. But she's good for some head. Shit. Like, wow, you're really that piece of shit, aren't you? You're just gonna use this poor woman that's actually in love with you to fucking just get sex out of and then make her feel like shit? I can't believe someone would be in love with him. A codependent that literally has no life? What do you think? Still, I just can't... Than that. Narcissists are very good of like manipulating society. Hmm. I mean, whatever. So, and then, so like he basically took this poor woman and she was crying and she was outside and I was outside and he was outside and he went in the corner and I said to him, I'll talk to her. And I said to her, Why you keep doing this to yourself? You know he doesn't love you. He won't love you like that ever again. He doesn't want to be in a relationship with you. And she's like, I don't have anybody else. I said, with that mindset, you won't. Right. Because you're putting... When when you are still in love with someone, you still care about someone, and you're ignoring all the bad stuff about them, you're not opening yourself up to anybody else. Because, one, like for me, when I went to that girl's house and have sex with her... And I felt, like, happy. I cried. Because I was just like, wow, 
this is something that my ex, you know, didn't give to me. But then at the same time, I was like, wow, I have to let that go. Like, I have to let go of that feeling of, like, ever, ever having another person love me in that way. And that was hard. Because I was just like, I gave that person five years of my life. And letting that go was so hard to do. In a sexual way. It was just like... My noblings, I was like, wow, I did it. I broke, I broke it. I broke it. I finally broke, like, what I what I was afraid of. Even though I never really had sex with my ex, but that's upset the point. Anyway, back to the narcissist. So then I took away the narcissist supply, which is basically... So narcissist supply, and we all know this, is basically the narcissist is like an emotional vampire. You are his blood bank. He will put his things inside you, or woman will put his things inside you. Sounds kinky. And will literally drain all the energy, all the positivity, everything about your life away from you. It's absolutely disgusting. Like, why? Make your own self happy. Why does everybody else have to make you happy? And, like, when you would try to talk about your life, they would then bring it back on them. Like, well... When I was in this situation, I don't give a fuck about your situation. When I'm in pain, I'm in pain. Like, let me vent. Let me have my time. Why does it have to be about you? Like, I'll listen to your story. I'll listen to your story. But narcissists will basically make their story more important to the point where it's just not... It's just the same shit over and over to hear themselves talk. And, like, there's a difference between hearing someone talk about their feelings to get it out there or just, you know, doing it for attention. And that's what he was doing, was for attention. But the last straw was basically, I'm guessing from him, is I basically told his supply to move on, which what he wanted because then he was eyeing me up for his supply. I was his new supply. And... He went back to hitting on you again. Yes. And... He got really drunk one night to the point where he kept on talking about women in derogatory terms. Derogatory? Yes. And it got to the point where it was like, even the bartenders were like noticing that he was talking about them in sexual ways. When he's supposed to be friends with these people. That's really awkward. You think... And then, like, I'm stuck with here, like, sitting and sitting by him, like, oh, shit, people are probably thinking I'm like this, too. I mean, I will say to a woman, damn, you're fine. Like, if and only if I know that they're going to accept it in that way. Like, you can tell there's people who want to be complimented on. But you can say it in, like... Can you now? Are you sure they're asking you to do that? Okay, I don't do it at, like, Applebee's. There's not, there's not a lot of gay people there. I'm just messing with you. Oh. I thought you were being serious. No. Because I do know how to get women. <laughs> I know that. <laughs> so, I mean, it's just whatever. But, no, like, he got really drunk and he came up behind me, grabbed my hips, and then put his hands by my ass and rubbed and then like left and like and i was just like i don't care if that was a hug i swear to god how is that a hug (laughs) he came up behind me (laughs) girl what kind 
dogs have you been getting? No, well, like, I just, well, okay, so my ex's dad, when he was drunk at Green Bay, he he came up behind me and grabbed my boobs and squeezed them. Yes, and this guy's like six... foot tall and when i told my ex this shit she was just like oh he was probably drunk didn't know what he was doing what if my dad did that to her i would have fucking drive over to my dad's dad hey uh uh, hey emily how you doing and then totally be knocked the fuck out like i'm sorry no like that's a line you don't cross and Oh my god, that feel that feeling is still there his, of her dad grabbing my boobs from behind and giving me a hug. Ooh, That's really and he was gonna get jumped by the other security guards at Green Bay. <laughs> but going on, but no, like, and then I felt really uncomfortable, and then I I finally just snapped and said, you know, you really should watch how you say things around women at the bar because they're looking at you. What do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean? What I mean? For real? How do you not know? And then I then then and I told him like I'm not doing this because it piss you off. And he's like, Well you do the same way too. I said on an app, I'll say to a woman if they're interested in me, if they're showing he's interest. He's never said anything that bad though. Well yeah, I know. Well So he's trying to fucking manipulate yeah. me. But, right, but like right, but in his head he thinks that that's the same thing. Oh that's oh, sorry, not the same thing. But in his his head he's trying to balance the two. He's validating himself. No. Right, and the thing is, just like that's not that's not what it's doing. Like literally, a, per- a person walk in, he's like, "Wow, she's got some big knockers." What the fuck? Wow. No, don't say, don't keep that shit in your head. If you want to hit on her, hit on. Like, like I'm sorry. If I'm gonna compliment a woman, I'm gonna try. <laughs> Like, most of the time, I'm not saying all the time, but most of the time, if I got a chance, bitch, I got a chance. And if I go up to them, they're like, no, I'm like, oh, well, I tried. What do you, what do you say? I try, I try hit on a beautiful girl. I failed. I get you're not into me. Just telling you, you're, you're good. And walk away. Like, that's confidence, right? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I don't do this all the time, but if it comes around to a person, I will. But anyway, but like, like that was gross. And then when he... Like, for example, there's these two girls at the Applebee's, they're a couple, and that night when he was drunk, they didn't say bye to him. First thing that came to his head was like, fuck them anyway. Wow, what, I come here to spend my money? You came fucking say goodbye to me? Like, I'm nothing to you? Fuck you. What the fuck? And may I say, these girls are like, 21, 22... <laughs> 23. Dude, he is kind of fucking old. That's fucking creepy. Like, what? Like, you're gonna get mad because they didn't maybe hear you? Or they don't want to acknowledge you? Like, what? Some people don't like other people. Get over it. Can't like, believe you went to a pedophile's house. <laughs> went to a narcissist's house. But yeah. Pedophile. Yeah, also probably pedophile-ish. Look in his computer history. Oh, I should. We should go over there. Go over there? No. No, we're gonna get killed. If if I fucking open up his fridge, I wonder if there's gonna be like a fucking head in there. For real. And the garbage can was empty. And the dishes were all done. Except for that one chili bowl. That was like, they're old and it smelled. 
Okay, we really need All to right. wrap this up. So, Anna's story is that narcissists... Listen to your gut. My gut... And I told him right away, you have narcissist intentions. You sound like a narcissist. And he would totally block them and say, no, I wouldn't be this way. Manipulated me in this all all these ways. They make themselves a victim. Yeah, and he, like, it's not a thing, too. He'd, like, try to make his whole life, like, how he did something, like, how it was wrong. And then also how he was gonna get an inheritance from his dying mother... Now, if my mother was dying, I wouldn't, one, tell anyone that she had an inheritance that I'm going to get, or two, I wouldn't tell anyone saying, man, it's getting kind of tough that she's, like, dying this way. And she always says to me, Steve, I don't know if you're going to have any inheritance after I leave. What the fuck? You don't bring that shit up. Sorry. I do not know you that long. I mean, that's sick. Would you ever say that? No. Like, it's just a normal social thing. You just don't say things like that. Like, like for a sociopath, if you manipulated someone, you wouldn't bring up these personal things, right? You would try to manipulate them. Well, I mean, you would, right? You can use personal things to your advantage, but not open, like, not super openly where it's obvious. Mm-hmm. You at least want to be a little bit subtle about what you're doing. You know, now that you're saying that he's, like, acting pedophilish and there's a Barbie blanket, yeah. which I just realized, and that's really scary. Yeah, dude, that would have been a huge, huge red flag. I just was overcome that there was no fucking couch that was, like, put together, and how it smelled like old chili... And how there was no TV set. I was overwhelmed, okay? Like, I thought I was gonna get murdered a little bit. I would have been out of there immediately. How long did you even stay? An hour, but then also if you- uh, Also if I ran out the fucking door. First off, he's- I don't think he'd blame you. Shit, he has to know he's living in disgusting conditions that aren't normal. But, like, oh, the other thing he said, he said, like, oh yeah, the, the people across the hallway, they're deaf. And I'm thinking to myself, oh my god, they're fucking deaf. They, they, I could be killed right now. Mm-hmm. And they wouldn't, they wouldn't know. They don't hear the screams of my victims. <laughs> and, and then he said that, like, um, what, people, the people downstairs, like, one of them does, like, activity. And because he does, like, activity that's illegal, he won't tattle him on anything. <gasps> maybe he has killed people maybe he has maybe he's molested other people it and he was giving sense. me clues he might have been they like to brag about it good job fucking befriended a fucking serial killer it wasn't me what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> you sat across from a serial killer and here you are right now telling well, that's if he's even one remember we had this breakthrough with Brandon too from work he had a Barbie blanket I know that's his... a lot he said his neighbors are deaf 
And nobody would ever go against him because the other person downstairs is as activity. I don't feel good right now. I'm not joking. I do not feel well. Yeah, it's weird. He's looking for things to hold against his neighbors. Like, obviously you're doing something that you need a backup plan for in case you get caught. That's fucking sketchy. And See, this, this is why we first talk about this stuff on the podcast. <laughs> then you have your breakthroughs in real time. <laughs> you can ha- you can you can hear me literally in shock right now. I'm in shock. No lie. Yeah. I don't know if I'm gonna be okay. What kind of fucking life am I living right now? <laughs> why am I doing this right now? <laughs> I befriended a sociopath. I was in a serial killer's house. Maybe potential serial killer. Oh, he's probably definitely shit. a pedophile, though. No shit, but that's why you think I got more more sick around him. <laughs> You've been talking to him. I mean, like he gave me some insight. Like he basically said to me, like how I didn't ruin my relationship because technically I wasn't in one. Right. So that kind of helped me because it's kind of true. But then I can't just... just appealing to you to get you to trust him. Right, but, like, also, like, that's not entirely true, because the thing is, it's like, I did ruin my relationship at, at the, at, at the end where we both said we were done. Now she's ruining it. Right. (laughs) But it didn't have to end that way. It didn't have to end this way with me and her. And that's beside the point. That's the covert narcissist. This was, this was, I didn't even, now, now I'm thinking... Was this a, he had narcissist intentions, narcissist behavior, narcissist traits. Right. But now it's kind of like, I wonder, now I'm kind of thinking, could pedophiles be narcissistic because they think that they're so great? Yeah, well, anyone could be. <laughs> could a sociopath be a pedophile? Yes. Could a psychopath be a pedophile? Yes. <laughs> It's all just different ways of thinking, but you can still have those same thoughts. Huh. I really can't get over the Barbie blanket. Really can't. This is gonna bother me now. I'm um, oh, I'm gonna go to bed now. That would bother me too. At least I didn't leave a child to die in that house. I'm just kidding. I'm <laughs> sorry. Why did you look bad. at me like that? Because I was trying to make it more dramatic. Did you not like my dramatic stare? I never looked in the closets. I was too scared. I don't think it'd be that obvious. He probably has a fake wall or something. Can you fuck off? (laughs) Literally fuck off. What? You know it's true. There's probably a giant wall that opens up into something. (laughs) And he probably lives in there. And the rest is all just a, a fake... What kind of stupid fake shit was he on then? Leaving a Barbie blanket on the fucking half-eaten couch. When I say this couch was half-eaten, it was broken in half. Not really there. Like, what? I'm 25 years old. I have two couches in my apartment. I have a table. I have things to cook on. I have a bed. I have a bed and a bed set together. 
Everyone be jealous. I have two TVs, a two stand. Like, I'm sorry. I have a computer desk, a really nice one. A computer oh, I shut built. Shut up. Stop bragging about all no, your shit. No, I'm just saying, like, come on, priorities. Not everyone is as great as you. I'm not saying... If you're 47 years old and you have a broken couch, something's wrong with your life. If you're 47 years old and you don't, like, like, like again, if you don't have the money for things, sell it, get rid of it, at least make your home a home. It just seems like all you was is just in going bed and that was it. Mm. This is very depressing when you walked in there. Like, this is really homey. Like, when you walk in my apartment, it's just messy. But, like, it's just, like, it's homey. It's different. Like, I, I, I'm a person that really believes, like, once you go in somebody's house, if you feel a type of way, like, it's too sterile, something's different. Like, if, if it's, it's too homey, something's different. Like, it says something about them in some way. But, narcissist, that's how I just was over it. Just, I couldn't, I'm going to miss, like, I'm going to miss, like, the positive things you talk about. But the behavior, not gonna miss that. That's scary. And not gonna miss about, like, also about the stuff he did talk about. Like, all the just looking down on women as in, like, a sexual things. Like, no. No, that's wrong. That's totally wrong. Either you're not getting late enough, which is your problem, and I shouldn't have to hear about it. But I also shouldn't have to hear about you using people, too. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, if you're using someone and you're not seeing... And, and they're actually getting hurt by you using them, right. that's wrong. Right. So it's not wrong if they're not being hurt by it? <laughs> Are you I'm just trying to turn your words around. Um, Devil's advocate. I... Th- if it ruins a part of them, then it does making them happy. Yeah. So it's okay as long as they're not whatever about it. It's okay if they're not. It's okay to hurt someone if. Okay, I shouldn't say hurt. It's it's okay to give them that life experience if they're. If they're gaining something from it. If the decision is made before... I feel like that's just how you feel because you came out of yours so strong. What do you mean? Like, not everyone does that. Like, you came out really well. It took you a little while, but you got there. It's not that easy for everyone, I don't think. Hmm. Like, it doesn't always change them for the better like it did for you. Because you took this opportunity to learn about mental health and actually decide, like, where you're going with your life and everything because you found something that you're passionate about because of what you've gone through now. And so that experience ultimately built you up. But also it's because I knew that that relationship also, like, even though I didn't know it at the time when I was going through crisis, um, but I knew at times, like, this was not going to end well. I knew that this was going to be ending. I thought if I fought and fought and fought, if I love and love and love, it would end well. Right. 
it would be okay. Not everyone comes out of it that well though, like some people end up going to drugs or like drinking themselves to death or whatever, but it's good that you came out of yours so strong. Well, I think it was just because like I was in a place that was just like, okay, well, I know that there's these things happening, but I was, I was, but in my, I think, okay, so what I have in myself, now we're getting really personal, (laughs) but like what I have in myself is a fighter in me. I'm a fighter. I'm a survivor. So, I mean, like I will fight to the end for my, my life but we are way past time and it's time to go i've been saying wrap it up for the last um 20 minutes yeah 20 minutes at least so just so you guys know i'm not the one running the time out hey hey they got a lot of information out of it i hope so i i i hope if you guys see the signs like i just did with this individual he would also bitch about, like, how much he would tip- how, how much I tip people. Okay, we are not getting into a whole nother part of it right oh, now. Oh, I'm just saying, like, that's another red sign. If they're not actually, like, tipping or- Well, if they feel too entitled, that's definitely a red sign. There you go. Flag. She just summed it up. <clears throat> so. Alright. Um, yeah, so thanks for listening to this episode. We hope that you guys get something out of it. Uh. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, maybe. Um, <laughs> You're such an ass. I know. So, see you next time. Hopefully that he doesn't come after me and kill me. Yeah. Bye.